What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Sarlacc Digest, a community bringing you lying talk and digesting Star Wars topics over a thousand years. This is episode 226, being recorded on September 13th, 2023. I am your host, Darth Moocher. I got Scott Solo here. What's up, nerds? Bootleg Joe is here. Let's do this. (laughs) Let's do this. Ernie (laughs) is in Hawaii vacationing. Chris is in England vacationing. Um, he promised to hop on here. I know all Star Wars fans is in the uh, our chat. I see there. He woke up at four in the morning for this. I don't know why Chris couldn't. I mean, it's not that much. I mean, come on, dude. But maybe he'll pop in. Maybe he won't. But uh, I, I do have some of his thoughts um, that I will parlay or relay to the to the chat and all that stuff. And uh, uh, we'll see what happens because I, I'm 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 speechless. I'm speechless. I think, uh, and we'll get to this really fast. But I think. Miss Sunflower said it the best in the chat. She said, um, I rate this Star Wars out of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows what we're talking about because the entire fandom is a buzz of the latest Ahsoka episode. Um, we're going to get into it. I mean, we got so many things to analyze, break down, review, react, um, some thoughts of our own and, and try to dissect as much as we can because there's a lot going on. Um, if you haven't missed it, or if you have missed it, you know, where have you been? Um, hit us on the replay if, uh, if you haven't watched ep- episode five yet. But before we get into all that good stuff, of course, I'm going to kick it over to Scott because we got some house cleaning to do. Uh, he's going to shout out our Patreons and get updated on everybody who's being digested in the pit. So Scott, take it away. You got it, man. Hey, what's up, everybody? I heard a little thing happen this week. I don't know what that's about. Um, so Ash Ashoka or something like that. I don't know. Ashoka. Ashoka. Right. So uh, you know, we want to do a special shout out to our Patreon crew. Uh, just thank you, Patreon crew, for giving us the ability to do this with your donations every month. We really do appreciate you. And you know what? We've got some big, big plans coming for our Patreon crew. We're not going to talk about it yet. We're just going to just going to put it out Use there. It. Use it. Things are afoot. Yeah, things are afoot. So, without further ado, let's shout out AJ from the Forbidden Panel, Cliff, Brandon, and Anya Epler, Darth Josepher, who is our latest and greatest Patreon crew member. Welcome aboard, Darth Josepher. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And talk about fast. I mean, this guy joined the pit a couple weeks back. He liked what we had to say. And next thing you know, he's a Patreon member. And it's going to pay off for you pretty big here pretty quick there, Darth Josepher. So also, Dennis McGrath, Don the Dad Dorn, Don and Brady of the Escape Pod podcast, Eric Grubb, Flavy Davey, formerly of the Nerds with Attitude podcast, Gavin Connor currently of the Holy Hour All Cure podcast, Justin the Vanilla Thunder, Mervine Bolanos, Matt Logic, and Ryan and the Star Joes podcast. Again, 
now's your chance. Get in on the uh, in the Patreon crew, man. The big things are afoot within the next couple of weeks. Big announcements are coming. There's gonna be changes, and so scan that QR code that was just disappearing, and uh, or it, I only um, allocated like you know. 10 minutes for this. Uh, okay. You're right. Oh. We, we got to get back to Star Wars talk, but <laughs> patreon.com slash Sarlacc Digest podcast and sign up and you know, it's all good. So whatever. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. And currently being digested in the pit. You know, I'm, I'm reading that, uh, that stupid certain point of view book and trust me, it is pretty dumb. Yeah. The, uh, the Sarlacc, other than being a surfer dude, vegetarian man on the in the uh, you know the Dune Sea, he also happens to have like six stomachs, and people just keep these people that are in the chat. They just keep hurling themselves into my stomach without even asking permission. I'm like, oh my god, why are you doing this? Yeah, so he don't talk like that, does he? Oh yes, yeah. he does. Just like you. Yes. Exactly like that. So, so embarrassing. we're gonna give we're gonna give a shout out to this being digested in my belly right now. We've got all Star Wars fans. We've got Geo the Hut. We've got Gordon Skalski. We've got Miss Sunflower. Don the Dad Dorn. Bootleg Joe. We've got uh, Gavin Connor. He's in there with Matt Logic. They're just chilling. You know, they're like playing cards or something. While I'm just sitting here with with some something some indigestion. Because you know, vegetarian, I am not shitting you guys. This is exactly how he talks. It's it's crazy. <laughs> uh, we've also got Santo fourteen fourteen in there, along with Crystal E Ubaldo T. We've got Bounty Hunter B and B. What's up, Bounty Hunter <laughs> Malik Trasas and Dub Oh my God, there's so many people in here right now. I can't even keep up. Double A O seven. We've got Papa Schmitty, Scott Bravo's in there. What's up, Bravo? How's it going, man? Uh, Julianne Fernie up there in Alaska, she's chilling, you know, because it's colder <laughs> up there. Uh, yeah, so there we go. Sup, everybody. Did you get Don Ramon? Did I get Don? They're no, I everybody Don just Ramon. keeps they're just piling in, they're piling in, man. What's up, right. Don Ramon? Sorry about the voice, I'll stop that now. That's okay. I just was <laughs> hoping I was about to text you, say, Hey, um, that's cool, just do not do it for the rest of the show. I'm kidding. <laughs> that was great. I you lost your accent there a, a couple times. You know, I'm kind of, you know, I was beginning to think that was fake. But I, I, uh, no, man, I'm like from Southern <laughs> California. This is how we all talk, don't you know? Just yeah, as a right. bootleg whenever he talks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But okay. Thank you for that. Everybody. Oh, my, yeah. It's it's just been piling in. And like I said, the internet is a buzz, right? The internet is a buzz. Uh, um, overall. Uh, before we get into like the, the the breakdown of like certain things, because there's some things that we need to talk through, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, Miss Sunflower. I mean, this is why this is why I had to cut him off. Uh, why did an image of a skate a skater boy form in my head while Scott was talking like that? Yeah, that's exactly why I had it. Like, okay, two drink minimum or maximum <laughs> here. Uh, <laughs> All Star Wars fan. By the way, how am I not a Patreon? I will be in a couple hours. Thank you very much. Oh. You will not regret it. I know. Um, yeah. yeah, guys. So I, I, I'm going to try to get to, uh, uh, you know, people's comments and stuff. Cause I know you guys got a lot of stuff to talk about, but I was so like watching this episode, we were anticipating a big one, right? We were anticipating. I know Chris was anticipating yeah. um, the, the, the continuation of what we got last week, right? The, the empire strikes back of, ahsoka the, the bad guys basically winning at the end dire everybody's dire ahsoka's up soon dead all these things 
Um, and I know that he had um, expressed how much he loves this episode, but he also wanted that continuation. And my opinion is like, no, I think we needed this kind of, it wasn't really levity, but it was kind of like a, a more of like take a step back, refocus on what the hell just happened. The, you know, the first four episodes and then ho holy crap, what Dave Filoni gave us. Um, and it's, it's so funny how, like I said, I don't read leaks and stuff, but you know, I didn't hear of any of this stuff getting out. You know what I mean? Like any of mm -hmm. it. And I was as surprised as probably as, as all well, of you guys. The, the only two things that I saw ahead of this episode were, you know, thanks to IMDB was that Hayden Christensen was in it. And we all pretty much knew that he was going to be popping in somewhere. Sure. Sure. And Tamora Morrison. Those right. were the only two instances, but I didn't see those as leaks. I saw them on IMDB because I'm always on IMDB saying, sure. oh, who's that actor? As I'm in right. the middle of watching something, you know, can't help myself. So. No, uh, um, no, exactly. Exactly. So, but, and, and so like when, when an episode like this drops, you know, and I heard a couple things out there, like, you know, it's, it's um not necessarily negative. Right. I mean, but we always have to address these certain issues. You know, they're like, oh, oh you God. know, it was great, but you know, the fan service is going out of, out of control. And I'm like, well, that was something that I wanted to bring up today because the, when I, when I'm my, in my thought process of going through the, that scene with Ahsoka and Anakin clone wars and all the things I'm, I don't see it as fan service. You know, mm -hmm. I, uh, I know we don't, we, we really don't, you know? So, um, I think that's a, it's a good point as when we finish our talk here and, and I'm hoping like, you know, those people that say that stuff that, you know, they look at it and go, well, yeah, maybe it's not just like strict, just a arms folded. Oh, throw invader here, throw in this, throw in that, and then walk away. There's a lot more deeper stuff going on here where I knew that the series was going to go deep, but not this deep. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, I want to, I want a good definition of what people consider to be fan service over storytelling and yeah. you know moving a character forward and character progression yeah because it i'm sorry but if if that was fan service i i always view fan service as just throwing us something for for it being pretty and for being eye-catching and not serving the story yeah. right if you if you're doing that then that's kind of what i consider fan service every second in there mattered you know every it, it, it mattered it really every did second of it mattered. yeah yeah, And it, it took me a couple of uh, viewings because at first I'm just watching it, looking at it as what it is. It's just, it's beautiful. You know, yeah. the, the story is great, mm -hmm. but I'm like, what are we trying to learn here? What, what, what's the goal here by the end of the episode? What is Anakin trying to teach her? Oh man, that's so yeah. deep. Whenever you, you know, I know yeah. my, <laughs> my definition yeah. of fan service was, yeah, is, the, uh, is Palpatine in The Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. His return was, was fan service. It was basically saying, look, we're going to put in Palpatine and we don't know why, but... Right. <laughs> exactly. Be you know why? Because everybody cheered in celebration when, yeah. when uh, Ian McDermott came out and dropped the mic. That's why it worked in that er in that er in that sense, you know? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And, and they yeah. did it after a movie that caused a lot of, you know, that it caused a lot of uproar and problems and anger and this was the fan service to heal that. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent. This, this wasn't fan service. This was a straight up. Yeah. A lesson, dude. To not just Ahsoka, but taught to all of us as as fans. I'm telling you, man. Absolutely. Yeah. And all That's Star Wars fans, 
I'm a fan and the episode served me. Call it what you want. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right on, dude. Right um, on. Also checking in here. Gordon episode was better than the whole Kenobi series, in my opinion. I'm uh, I'm 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 there, Gordon. I'm yep. there, man. I uh, I I thought to myself today when I watched it again, going like, okay, out of everything that we've gotten, and and I would say the pinnacle so far was Luke Skywalker's hallway scene in Mando too. That was my like, oh my god, th this, how can we beat this, right? Yeah. Um, at the series as a whole, Ahsoka to me is beating everything really out of uh is, is nailing, and and it is because it's not just you know uh, um. It's there's just so much to it. There's so much like deeper stuff going on, and and uh, and it's not just a random mission kind of deal. This this is an yeah. overall uh, what's going to affect the entire galaxy, you know, going forward. And um and it's it's just this is awesome. Uh, Mando Mike is checking, and before he goes to work, and I hope you can stay longer. Um, let's see here. Yeah, that that Filoni. Uh, I love that that meme everybody's doing with the guy praising his Filoni in the sky. I love oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don Ramon Let's says, no matter how the series end will end, uh, most Star Wars fans agree that Filoni is the guy. Perhaps he will run for Lucasfilm soon. Here's my here's I mean, my vote. He's got my vote. Yeah. Um, uh, Gavin Connor with uh, it was more like a full concert of deep cuts, and that's what every fan wants. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it it is, and like I said, um, I, I don't consider fan service a bad word anyway. Um, no, I don't either. Exactly. But so it, it can be done wrong. I mean, if you're just Simple. if you're just throwing stuff at the wall, you know, yeah. and, and oh look at this, isn't that neat? But it doesn't yeah. do anything, you know. I mean, with yes, Joey's right. Palpatine was fan service to make people happy again. But at least they kind of had a story that went with it, so it wasn't yeah. complete fan service. It, it, yeah, yeah, but it's sure. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah. Julianne, yeah, in all yeah, seriousness, it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't uh, answer a lot of questions. It, it made more questions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, well, then it was also like a last ditch effort too. Yeah. Um, Julianne, uh, for any, in all seriousness, applaud Dave Filoni, but let's not forget John Favreau. I. I yep. Those two should, like I said, those are the heads of Lucasfilm, in my opinion. At right now, those are the ones running the show. Um, yeah. But okay, so look, all right, let's get into the episode, guys. The episode was called Shadow Warrior, right? And it picked okay the the whole scene before the title screen, okay. And and I'm not going to go linear, okay. We're going to open talk a lot of things, but that just the 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 opening thing when Hera is on the planet, and uh, and was it uh, Jason and Chopper? They're coming into that little um, that uh, I what do you call it temple? I guess outside temple. Yeah, and it's showing. Sort of a temple. Yeah, and it's showing the damaged you know uh, wayfinder, if you will. I'm just gonna the map and who Yang's um, at the edge at the cliff with Ahsoka's helmet and Sabine's I, helmet. Yeah. yeah oh, so thank you, uh, Sabine's helmet, mm -hmm. and he says I and he was just like I told him not to split up. Like I told him to stay together. They never listen, and his tone, and everything. I was just like, wow. What a what it's a great way to set a tone, you yeah. know, of of Huang standing there doing that. Um, it just means so much because I believe this whole episode was about life, was about lessons and Ahsoka's lessons, her demons, the way she has to overcome all these things, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it started right there, the splitting up, you know. She they allow they allowed themselves to split up, and look what happened, you know. Yeah. Anakin and, and Ahsoka split up. And and it and it was a it was a theme, in in the in the in those in, in the world always stronger together. Right. So there's there's this whole thing going on which I absolutely love, which I think is going to come around full circle again when when 
Ahsoka and Sabine and Ezra or whoever it is. I think that's going to be like that thing. We're not splitting up this time, you know. So remember that, right? Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, um, they yeah, start I, I, I dueling out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, because like I don't. I I want to get into. Um, there, there's one thing I want to get into before we get into the Ahsoka stuff. And, and it is, and, and I, Chris isn't here to combat it or whatever, but it's the Mon Mothma, it's the Rebel Alliance, it's <laughs> their attitude. Uh, Carson Tiva was in it, again, um, name-dropping Senator Organa, which was awesome. And the whole thing about, like, you need, like, tell, yeah, telling uh, Hera, you need to check in because, you know, there was an, uh, this was unauthorized, right? Uh, this was unauthorized, and uh, the when the fleet did show up, they're like, they're not here to check what's out. They're here for you, because you basically disobeyed an order. And I, my first instinct, or my first thought was like, oh, they'll send three capital ships out for Hera and Ahsoka because they, they went off their own, but they wouldn't do that because they announced this huge, bigger threat. Right, and it is chasing ghosts. This whole thing is chasing ghosts because every time the Republic is right there, there's the the, the bad guys are gone. You know what I mean? There's no evidence, and to a point, Mon Mothma's right. There's no evidence of anything. You're saying all these things, and we're doing these resources, but every time we we trail you, it's gone. You know, you guys are gone. Blah blah blah. So it goes. It goes back to that theme we were talking about the other day, where it's uh, if Mon Mothma was truly in charge and was a take charge leader, not answerable to the Senate, that would have been differently. It would have ended differently. They would have had the support. They would have had a fleet out there to help. But she has to answer to the Senate now. She is not Palpatine. They just got rid of that guy. They're not going to. And they're pushing that point person. home. Like they they're really, really are. pushing that where. Yeah. Even Mon is saying there's a Senate oversight committee. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're setting this up, this whole thing. And um, and again, I get it, but at the at the I'm 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 seeing Chris's point because he because he texted us in our chat saying, uh, can we get a vote of no confidence for Mon Mothma at this point? You know, because it's like for God's sake, do something. But also, you know, I'm always looking at like, okay, look, you're 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 saying that stuff knowing the outcome. You're not saying it on her end of the her side of things looking in her window and at the and on the other hand are they setting because they name dropped senator organa are they setting up mon as the patsy kind of deal where she's the failed and leia is going to step up and be this leader of the re and then and then eventually break off and form the resistance right i i don't think so because in bloodline it established she was never uh leia never became the chancellor uh so well well no because yeah Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say no, but it's that whole thing where like Leia speaks out against Mon and we all agree because of what they're setting up. And then gotcha, she gotcha, goes and gotcha. forms the resistance. Um, that's probably not authorized and be like, look, you know, um, I agree with Miss Sunflower here. Mon Mothman is an awkward situation right now. I know she wants to believe in Hera and the whole crew, but it's just that there's no threat. There's no evidence. She, get, I get it too. And that's where I'm at too. I'm, I'm exactly there. It's like, I, I get it. Because she's asking However, the important questions. Geo the Hut isn't the missing hyperdrives and Imperial loyalists enough evidence, at least a start. No, yeah. because remember what Harris said. No, no, because remember what Harris said. This none of these things were on the list of salvaged. Um, the big hyperdrive stuff that they took. She says, "Why are you guys doing that? That's not any of of, of the list that we want. It's supposed to be scrapped. Like that was supposed to be scrapped. So there's no but it wasn't. 
Paper trail. Exactly. But so there's no paper trail, meaning like if it's not there, then it was never there to begin with. So and I eyewitness eyewitness is not enough. They need actual physical proof. Of the eyewitnesses there. were only Hera with no evidence because they took it. And the other ones that were were Imperial loyal loyalists mm -hmm. that were covering all this up. So they were taking know. the superstar destroyer hyperdrives and they weren't there was no paper trail to them. So how could they be like, look, we're supposed to have five of these. And now where are they? It's like, no, we never were supposed to have them in the first place. That's what I mm. took out of it. It's, it's a whole, that's why that, that episode exists, you know, and that's why we went to Corellia to, because there's something ongoing on in the background that the new Republic is not, uh, they can't find out. And these Imperial loyalists, you know, and again, I've, here's three dead guys. They're Imperial loyalists. Yeah. And Mon's going like, are you sure? <laughs> like, and they you know, arrested the other ones because a whole crew of them were arrested. Oh, sure. Uh, one of them just yelled out, long live the empire. Yeah, yeah but, but then they went ahead and cut him blasted. in half. So yeah. It was, it was fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think if it was up to Mon, though, with that evidence, that level of evidence, it would have been approved. Uh, with, yeah, if I, it were up to her, I think it would have been approved. As a yeah. matter of fact, that whole conversation with the, with, Kaz's dad and everybody else, yeah, uh, yeah, denying them the ability to go check it. You know, it's I'm sure there's the, the loyalists within the Senate that are working against that whole thing. And Mon is probably, probably like trying to really like look to the point where the bureau, you know, the bureaucracy is like, there's no question here. This is what's happening. You have to vote yes, but otherwise you're you know asked out or you're you know plucked out as being an imperial loyalist. Yeah. Um it, Mr. I know I, again, but the whole, space junkyard, but the whole or, junk, I'm mean, not the whole junkyard, but there was Imperial loyalists there. So you, you, they're covering their tracks. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like, yeah. Or, you know, a, a, a droid like chopper who could have recorded it. He could have recorded them getting away with that. But sure. you know, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that again, that's, that's like, that yeah, was episode one. one. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, it goes, it goes into her, why the new Republic is so, I don't know, just, I don't know. It, they're just, yeah, they're, they're just, um, in they're hindsight, they're stupid. Blank, they're stupid. Yeah. Like I said, in hindsight, because we know what's out there as an audience, but you know, true. The new Republic doesn't, they're just like, they we're chasing as, threats. They all over the place. Arrogant and sure. Stupid. Narrow mind. And, and and Hera calls him out on that. And Carson basically is like, okay, we're in this together, right? So yeah. um, which is cool. Again, I don't know if what they're setting up there. I don't know what what the, the series is setting up with, with Mon and Leia and all that stuff going forward. Um but um let's let's get into basically the the the, the meat of the episode, which was we we go back into the world between worlds. But uh, um before we before we do that, Jason, so Jason Sindula, you know. It's become slowly one of my favorite characters. Just the way the way the kid is um, in tune with the Force and whatnot. And uh, I'll hit on the, I'll hit on him before we get into Ahsoka and, and Anakin because the way he was like, "Mom, listen to the water, right? Like, like listen to what's going on." And and Hera finally, like, you know, finally, like, okay, what's what's going on? I hear waves crashing. He's like, "No, just listen deeper." You hear like the lightsaber crashing, and eventually Hera hears it. So I. I don't know if that was, and I know some people are going to say like, okay, does, does Hera now have for, you know, force ability or whatever, or in tune man. And, and I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to explain that with Hera hearing the sabers. So how do you guys interpret that? Uh, theory. Go I, I, think of it, 
Oh, is that? Do you think Hera is force sensitive? Oh, almost feels like she heard like she heard him. Like I mean, could yeah. I I don't know. I I wonder if because we're we're always seemingly discovering new force abilities. Is there a way to project that sound? Is there a way to tune somebody into what you're hearing in the force? Maybe. I don't. I mean, it seems like every time we are introduced to a, a new Star Wars movie, there is some new effect or new power. Like in A New Hope, all you did was you heard ghosts and you could deflect <laughs> lightsabers and choke somebody yeah. out, right? Yeah. Uh, she birthed the Jedi. Oh, oh no! Oh no, Papa Schmitty. Well, Gordon <laughs> says I like Jason as long as Flea doesn't show up and chase him around. Thank you. Yes, that, that that's great. Um, um, but you know, in a new and empire strikes back was our first uh, telekinesis, you know, our first uh, ability to move objects and all that. And as return yeah. of the Jedi went, you had a new, another new ability. Yeah. Uh, force kick, force kicking, which is a thing apparently according yeah. to, from a certain point of view, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> but with everything, I mean, even, even the latest movies, you know, the force healing Grogu with the force healing. Sure. And know? I like that. I like that it's an that we discover it's things. Ability. Yeah, I just I like that the whole discover thing. I also wanted to. I guess I'm putting it in my own head of of like you know kind of separate force users from non force users, right? I mm -hmm. I almost would want Jason to make Hera aware of the sounds, like through the force. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I think the sunflower said it better than I did. Channeling that. Yeah. Channeling. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right here. I think Jason channeled. Uh, I think Jason channeled what he was hearing at Hera. Uh, she's not force sensitive. Jason is like yeah. a conduit. That's what I. That's that's, that's what I was trying to convey. Yes, yes, and Just and less as, eloquently. Right, right, and I I like that a lot better because again, you know, the beginning of the series was like everybody has it. You just have to get in tune with it, and it's like no, <laughs> no, we don't want that. We want we want a, a. You're on this side. You're on this side. Go. You know. It's yeah. I want it. Yeah, but you know, hey, maybe you have <laughs> it. Maybe force, I don't. Not both of us. Uh, that's true. Okay. 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 But anyway, Jason was awesome. Things, right? What's so, that? The force dwells in all living things, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, that's new yes. canon. So there you go. Yeah, yeah I know. Like well, they can say it doesn't mean it's true. It is what it is. What because it it's a certain point of view, right? But uh, but I love Jason's interaction throughout this whole thing, even with Chopper. Yeah, and who was relaying the, the numbers over in the intercom? He's like, "How low do we go, Chop?" <laughs> Just very go low. lower. Yeah, it's like, and his his interaction with Hu Yang too. He's like, "Yeah, you oh. have a you have a Jedi training facility." Yes, we do. Yes, will you teach me how to fight? No, I will not. Do you He's know like, how to put together no. lightsabers? Yes, I do. Yes, can we build one? <laughs> No, no, we cannot. <laughs> Love it. Oh God. It's Hu so Yang's good. awesome. Love him. Hu Yang is the best. Yeah. So um, uh yeah, go ahead. but we're in the world between worlds. And yeah, so uh, we go back to the world between worlds. Now I've got a lot to say on this on this subject matter. Okay. But before I get into what this actually is, let's let's take a moment and and talk about how effing cool every segment was going into it and what what this what this happened guys i mean we got into live action clone wars you know in several different instances with mandalorians death watch mandalorians you know maul's mandalorians by the way you know um being cut down by ahsoka we've got 
the inner you know the interactions between you know anakin and and ahsoka with anakin turning into vader at times like just glimpses of that and uh so many things going on here you know and uh and i do want to talk about specific things like where they where where they're going and stuff but my philosophy in this whole thing um which is which is pretty much like i've been spending the last 24 hours thinking about what what this is you know um when he when when uh Balin beat her and Anakin says you lost and she says I don't understand and he goes well you lost is what what's happened you lost the battle with Balin and um her remembering Anakin was just like since you remembered that part there's hope for you okay <clears throat> and she's like what do you mean she says whether you live or die I took this whole thing this world between worlds thing uh, I don't I don't I didn't take that as, as that was actually Anakin's you know coming to to Ahsoka spirit I don't think it was him. I think it was all of Ahsoka in this world between world stuff in a life or death situation when she was dying and and obviously in the in the ocean, right? She was there into this place where she could go either way. She can go back to life. She can go, you know, dead. She's like almost in in purgatory, purgatory. You know, in limbo. Yeah. And um, everything that because and I'm saying this is why it's all a projection of this thing. It's, it's all about her failure. It's almost like her life flashing before her eyes, and all the demons that she continue that she ca- carries for her to fail her battle with Balin, for her to mm-hmm. fail Sabine in that in that in last week's show. That everything that was Anakin was what her portrayal was, because you notice that none of it was what Anakin actually went through. It was all about her perception of Anakin being her master and carrying over the traits of the dark sideness, her turning him, turning into Vader. That's all she knows of him. The, the lessons of battle, meaning like her, the first clone wars battle, when we went in there, that was her first mission in the clone wars with Anakin as the master. And she blamed herself for all the death and destruction. She even called herself death and destruction. That's all she's known. And she questioned, even if, like, if I have a Padawan, do I want a Padawan? Because I don't want to pass over, pass on this side of, of like warrior stuff, you know, being the warrior that Anakin was trying to teach him, teach her. And even Anakin says, like, you know, it's not just that because everything who I am, you are too. And it says everything my master is, you are too. It's this passed down uh, thing. And I think that's what Ahsoka's, you know, that revelations in her and building and that fear said all this about demons remember ahsoka the gray went into the ocean okay ahsoka the white came out came out of it and um and so when she went into the mandalorian wars where anakin was no longer there he wasn't around they said split right that split Mm -hmm. and that was her mission by herself and and basically as a warrior and anakin said you're a warrior now but she couldn't still decide whether she wanted to quit or or continue because Anakin says once you stop you die, once you stop fighting you die. And this has again I'm going through all the stuff in my head about her and Sabine and her apprentice Sabine obviously, and her demons that she's carrying with her. And that's why there's so much conflict between her and Sabine, and why she wouldn't train Grogu right and all these things like Sabine uh, Ahsoka is so conflicted with a lot of things and fear because mm-hmm. of what Anakin turned into, but she doesn't really knew, know all the details. She doesn't, but she, I know that she feels responsible, at least partially responsible for the fall of Anakin. She said before, if she had been there, maybe she could have stopped it from happening. You know, maybe if she had not left the order, she could have saved him. So there is yeah. a bit of that too, where it's, it's the guilt 
that she's holding on to for Guilt. that. And you you see it, you see it carry through because the last time she faced off, the last time she saw Anakin was as Darth Vader, and it was on Malachor, right? Right. That's the very last time she ever saw him. After that, he died. She never had that closure. So right. I saw this as her taking that guilt, that unresolved feeling that she had toward Anakin into this world. But through for the rest of her life, she got darker. You know, yes. uh, we've yes. seen her. She is not the Ahsoka we've come to love from the from the animated series where she was more serious not you know snips and sky guy but you know right. somewhere in the middle where she was still like in the mandalorian war and uh, she still had that spark of of happiness with her within her but that seems to have been gone this entire series and yes it feels like it feels like by very the somber this, uh, ahsoka yeah very somber episode uh, ahsoka by the end of this after her experience with anakin and accepting that she does not want to die she wants to live right. actually accepting that and being able to move past her guilt and her feelings uh yeah. where she becomes ahsoka the white you see her smiling yeah. you see her there's a lightness to her tone now whenever she's speaking uh uh, the way she's communicating with Hu Yang, tapping him yeah. on the shoulder, smiling, being and trusting in the force at the end too, like trusting the, just hey, Absolutely. let's just do it, yeah. The, this look on her face right here, she looks like the That's animated Ahsoka. Ahsoka right here. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a piece there that that hasn't been there in a very long time. Yeah, and you know her knowing though that she's got to move forward. And she's got to continue fighting, but at least now she's mm -hmm. she's found this inner peace, you know. Yes, and 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 I'll get to Joey just jump in too with this too because um, and I'll get to the chat and all that stuff. But I wanted to I wanted to finalize this, like you know, this is why I think this was all a projection of her and and Anakin as her inner battle wasn't actually like Anakin and that um uh her with Sith eyes. Dar Josephus saying what her was Sith eyes at the end when when they came up and, and uh, when uh, Anakin's like you just didn't learn let's start over and then they're confronting and and yeah they're freaking amazing battle but he's like he's Darth Vader at that he's Darth Vader right yeah. there you know and just not in the suit and she, and he pushes on her with the Sith eyes and she pushes back on him with that Sith eyes not, meaning like that did not and this is the whole Dude, yeah mean, yeah and and this is the whole. Luke's failure at the tree. This is whole Ray's deep dive into the the dark side of the, of the everything. It's like a test for her. And when she chose to live, Anakin stepped back and he became Anakin, her master again, and says that you've you've made that choice, you know. And um, this was something that Anakin did not do. He chose basically to die after he became dark. He chose to kill Anakin Skywalker. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this was this was a great test for Ahsoka, and of course, you know. She had to go through these things. And it's also a, like lessons on how to how to train Sabine, uh, how to be a master herself. You know, it's the fail, it's the it's the successes and the battle heart. It's not just fighting what makes you a um what will make a, another great Jedi. It's the all these other lessons and the, being a warrior is part of it. Like probably one of my favorite lines that Anakin said, it was like, you know, you have to adapt to the times. You know, you were a Jedi being trained, but then the Clone Wars broke out. Now you've got to step up. That's what being a Jedi is all about. It made me appreciate the whole Jedi, you know, um, just we always bash on the Jedi here because, you know, they failed and all this. this but at it, it, that moment, you know, Anakin was the smartest one to I, well, her again, I'm saying her projection of Anakin was the smartest one. We always thought Ahsoka was probably like the best Jedi ever, you know, just personally understood yeah. <laughs> what a Jedi should be. Right you now. 
Um, and and uh, come on. I mean, come on, guys. Right? Young okay, okay. Ahsoka. <laughs> okay, so we, we do start off the episode with them, you know, fighting, I've starting to fight before. each other. Come on, Luke. Yeah. And then he slashes the ground, knocks her down. Now, whenever she hit the ground and you mm. still see her lying there and you still see, you see the clones starting to run by. Yeah. And yeah. she stands up and she still has the stature uh, and she's still holding herself like Rosario Dawson. But right. then she steps into the light and it's young. I, I let out an audible gasp. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, oh my God. And uh, it, that, what about you guys? Did that completely blow your mind? Because uh, it did me. I was I was not expecting that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know where we we're going with it. Joey, go ahead. Yeah. Before the I before time, I <clears throat> the whole time we were back in the Clone Wars, I couldn't even breathe. I was just like, whoa, you know. And I know I'm going a little ahead, but when I saw Rex, I just yelled out, "Yo, Rex!" <laughs> right? All right? Yeah. Right? Whoa! I mean, oh my god! He didn't do much. He didn't say much. It was still like, dang. Yeah. But um. Yeah. One thing I wanted to say about real quick about about Anakin. Mm-hmm. When we first saw him, they did him justice in this because yeah. they made him actually look younger. It, and yeah. it was and, flawless, dude. Yeah, like, and, to and me, Obi-Wan, it was one in Obi Wan. It was silly, dude. When they had him, the way they had yeah, him looking, right. you know, with with, uh, with Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. You could totally tell he's like way older, and it's like this one. It, it, that's what I'm saying. This was like straight flawless. They were detailed mm-hmm. about this whole thing. Yes. And I loved every minute of it, and I was pretty pissed when it all ended. Yeah, it, <laughs> and halfway um, through too. Yeah, and I know that uh, I forgot if it was Miss Sunflower saying uh, at the very beginning of the show it was like, uh, "I hope that this wasn't it. I hope there's more to it." Like yeah. the journey yeah. to uh, Peridia, she's meditating in the you know she gets to meditate on it some more maybe, and and go and visit that. That I, I do want. I, I was kind of like upset that it that it resolves so fast and, and so yeah. fast, meaning like, you know, just the one episode, but um, yeah, the whole, the whole clone Wars thing. And that actress was like, I believed every minute of, it. I believe that was snips. I believed that was Rosario Dawson. I believe that it was just like mm-hmm. something okay. triggered man, where things. And I said that the sequences just worked. Everything fit. Like Joey was yeah. saying, everything is registering the music, the way that the theme of what's going on, dude, the walkers. I mean, everything was just, yeah. Man. We finally yeah. got arm. We finally got people in armored clone, you know, live action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> live oh action my God. Clones. And you so see the difference of people wearing armor versus digital. Yeah. yeah they really just, did a, yeah. a great job paying uh, attention to detail with it too. And, uh, um, yeah, I, I just, I, I love it in, in the whole, importance of being on ryloth at the first thing ryloth was her yeah. first battle with anakin and the first battle in it was her first the it was the first battle that she led it was season one episode 19 20 and 21 of the clone wars that was her very first battle <sighs> where she awesome. led people yeah yeah unreal yeah so good and oh. and that's her and that whole thing about like you know I, the, there's so much death and am I, am I becoming the, and I think it's the questioning, like, you know, even uh, Anakin said it in episode two was like, I'm not becoming the Jedi. I should be because things are happening that I can't, con- I don't know what's going on. It's not like a traditional. I want more. Yeah, yeah. I want more. And, and I think maybe uh, I said a little bit of that again, Ahsoka is everything Anakin is too. 
in a certain way. And that's what's this whole battle, this inner struggle, this whole thing about overcoming being reborn as a soak of the white, you will call her now. You know what I mean? Is that <laughs> l- letting go of those things and trusting in the force and her destiny and uh, trusting in her training was the most, yeah. the, the biggest life lesson out of this whole episode. So yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I, I was just oh going to say, God. yeah, there's something, there's something that, yeah, you know, we've had a lot of directors now playing around with Star Wars, and mm-hmm. we've we've had a lot of uh, cinematographers, and there is something about the the visual language and yes. the uh, photography that is done here that Dave Filoni and his team understands so yeah. much more yeah. than anyone else that touches these films and the, yeah. these products. You know, yeah. I mean, if you look at the, look at that, you yeah. look at him. I'm, I'm speechless. This is another one of the scenes where I'm just speechless. <laughs> how many, how many people want that on their wall right now? You know what I mean? Like, right. They're it's just, yeah. The, the images of Vader and the breathing and the, and when they, when they go to Mandalore, the siege of Mandalore and Vader and it's Anakin, and he ignites his red saber at that. It's just like, there's so much there and it brings it all home. And this is what I've been missing to me personally. Yes. Gordon Filoni gets it, man. And uh, this is what I was, from beginning of the sequels, this is what has been missing with Star Wars, and not necessarily using nostalgic characters just for the sake of it, but actually like right. fleshing out more of this whole thing because it had me really going back and thinking about Anakin and Darth Vader, really like his legacy and his whole thing, you know, and why he has a special attachment to Ahsoka, even as Darth Vader and stuff. And Ahsoka recognizes it too because, you know. Anakin wasn't a traditional Sith Lord. He didn't go up as like, I want dark side and dark side and rule the galaxy. It was under, it was the pretense of love and attachments that he, you know, gave into that power to preserve the selfishness of it. Now, that's the only Sith thing about it, you know, yeah. inward. And, mm-hmm. and it backfired on him and to the point where now he's lost and now he's Darth Vader and now he has to obey, you know, he, I must obey, right? And, and I think that a lot of those, those things, when Ahsoka is in this world between worlds, and I think that's exactly what the world between worlds is. It's this place where you can meditate on things and learn life lessons and, uh, or maybe that's what it was used for now, uh, today for, for, for yeah. Ahsoka's purpose. You know what I mean? Um, My, I, I, she physically I know, wasn't there, you know, it was right. It, it yeah. was. And, and that's what, um, I think it was Filoni who said uh, the world between worlds is the force. You are in the force. Some people yes. can access it through a portal. When you die, yeah. you, you, you're just there, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's, I, I think it's, I think Chris was the one who said it last week where he said, dude, she's, I think she's dead. And yeah. she really was. She was in that purgatory, you know, she wasn't yeah. quite. It was that choice, right? When Anakin said, you either choose to live or die and, and, that one point she says, I don't know, like, what if I choose not to fight anymore? And, and I was looking at that, like fighting for her life or fighting in general, you know, like phys- you know, the, the obvious fighting. And he's yeah. like, then you die, you know? Right. And then when she chose to live at the end, he was just like, give that smirk. And then she, you know, went back to her, her uh, consciousness, you know, her, 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 her body. So. So here's my this, question. Wow, all star fans. Yeah, I, I know all Star Wars fans, and I still get comments on my Insta that saying Felony is trash. Well, those people. Well, are Trekkies trash, could so be me. You, you know, Trekkies are very they, mean they can people. Be. Yeah, Caddy. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Joe. So here's my question about Anakin, and I asked it on the chat. 
it's like you guys said it's probably a, a thing in her in her head. He was probably a thing be. in her head. Yeah. Could it be possible that this was his force ghost and he has he had the ability to go back and forth into from the light side to the dark side? Yeah, um, imagine, because... I mean, imagine that there's there that he was that powerful of a Jedi that he was able to go hmm. back and for his force ghost was able to go back and forth between light and dark. I, I and that's why and that right there, Joey, is what was making me question. But I think yes, uh, that would be like a like a, a yes. He would be able to do that because it's his life. It's everything he did is recorded in the Force. You know, from the from you know, birth to death. So yeah, you can tap into it. But again, I, I'm, that's my, in my opinion, that it wasn't actually Anakin in this thing. It was all about Ahsoka and her demons and Anakin's one big demon in her life. Uh, that weight on her shoulder, like, like Scott Sands, you know, uh, um, she kind of blamed some of his turning, uh, on herself. Maybe she was, didn't think she was a good Padawan, you know, all these things and, and all that stuff. So, and, and he didn't help either. Whenever, whenever they were facing off on Malachor, he says, you left, you know, he was kind of casting that blame on her too. Yeah. Uh, it, all it, Star Wars it, fans know. real quick. He says he'd be glowing though. I don't know, man. In now, the physical world though. In the physical world, if he was yeah. projecting through, then I think he'd be glowing, but not in the world between worlds. Yeah. Because when we visited Malik, uh, Mandalore and Ryloth in, in the Clone Wars sequences, it was a memory. It was like a, you're in a memory because it wasn't like Let's you know, throw that up there real quick. So yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, we cut. We she cut them down, um, dude. Dude, in in the Clone Wars, <laughs> in that scene, she was yeah. she was slashing jetpacks and kicking and force pushing. Here, she was straight up shanking people, and it, oh, I'm it was like, oh, so good, dude. Like it, it animated. On. You let you let the animated character do the thing, you know, do the the happy stuff. But you're gonna actually let a real teenager just go ahead and stab people like yeah. that. It was it was intense. Yeah. I loved every second of it. Miss Sunflower and I are on the same page here. I think Anakin and World Between World Between Worlds in this episode were just the manifestations of the Force helping Ahsoka get through this test, and that's where I was like, you know, and I didn't come to that realization yesterday when I watched it. I, I was kind of right. like thinking on it, sleeping on it, you know, kind of like um you know what i'm thinking more of this and and because of her because of like you said the way she came out of this the way the way she was when we get to the purgles you know yeah um and trust me i am i'm trying to read all your you guys got some amazing stuff in there so i'm trying to get to you guys um i think i think whenever we're done talking we should go back through the through the the I'll, uh, comment section i'll try to make mental people. notes because there's some good yeah points, you know like um you know uh well, so I'll many. get to them. But yeah, <laughs> so, so many. Yeah, there is, there is. So, um, but don't think I'm ignoring you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad someone. I think someone said, uh, think about this type of cinematography for the for the prequels. I think, oh, it'd yeah, be, I think the prequels would be absolutely epic if it was. It'd be gorgeous, hand in hand like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, oh, someone said, uh, it's, they're glad that it's not time travel. Yeah. That's yes. Again, mm -hmm. what we were, what this was, was. You know, I always um, you know, associated to when Yoda meditated in episode two about Anakin when he was chopping down the, the Tusken Raiders. Yoda was seeing this through the world between. He was like there. Yeah. In that moment, maybe. But, but Anakin couldn't see him. But he was just like, this is what's happening. He heard it. He heard Qui-Gon. And, and, and then when Luke saw his friends being tortured on Bespin when he was med when he was training with Yoda, this is what the world between worlds is. It's that area where. 
the future is always moving, but the past right. and present, uh, past and present is there as like ripples in the force. Uh, you know, the, these are memories and stuff. So very interesting that this would even be, um, introduced like Dave Filoni had the guts to introduce something like this because look how many debates that we've had on this show. And even in, in the, the fandom, how like, we don't want it to be this. Oh, time travel, multiverse, this, this, and that. And it's like, and Dave Flay kind of came out and said, look, this is just the force where the force resides and you can tap into it. And it's not time travel. You can't travel through it. And um, so I'm glad to be wrong on the on the on the moving through space. Like I thought that's how Ahsoka was gonna get to Sabine, you know. Right, but right. no, I th- it doesn't work hey, that way. In Filoni, I trust. I've yeah. said it for, for years now. Yeah, and it, I, you I know, mean, and it very well could be partially ahsoka's memories of anakin and anakin himself you know coming to her and saying like uh i'm here to help you and to for me to help you i gotta kind of like you know really you know (laughs) attack you i'm just gonna throw these random images out because they're please do please yeah please keep keep talking i found the actress on instagram uh and i just told her you did an amazing job by bringing ahsoka to life thank you thank you thank you that's what i put on i forgot her name uh adriana uh, Ariana, something like that <laughs> to get that. I think, I think Julianne Fernie said up, up above that she was also the young Gamora. In, yes. In the Dark. young Gamora. Yeah. Yes. Pretty cool. Right. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Sorry. I'm dwelling on this image because. It's oh, please do. Please yeah. do. Yeah. That okay. gives me a time to, to read the chat a little bit. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Oh yeah. You so know, yeah. Like, come on. Like, okay. So wouldn't it have been cool if she would have fought Vader. Why would you think I did? Well, this right here is it Vader because again in episode three, he was Darth Vader be uh, before the suit, so that's you know. But you're right. Like when, when he was coming at her and he was like turning into Vader and then turning into Anakin. Having I think her- the, I I think the emotional impact of having her duel yes. Anakin as Darth Vader is what really drives it home. If she was just battling the ghoul in the mask that she's already battled, in then Rebels, it's another watch evil being. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and here Ariana Greenblatt. Thank you, Miss Thank you. There's that eye to eye contact. You know, they can, yes. they can look at each. She can see what he has become clearly. Yeah. You on, know, dude. in in this. Duel. I was waiting for this. I was waiting for this. Same. Sith eyes, Anakin. I mean, really, like, and then when Ahsoka did it, like her face when she became like, <laughs> like, I mean, like angry and mean. It's yeah. like holy crap you know I've, for some reason the the picture screwed up but you can kind of see her face right there yeah. whenever she's she's doing but the her, same thing but she, a rosario does like just per, just it just like I, I i get so excited because like oh my god she she nailed it yeah mando mike hey. going to work and then paying us why he does it i love it mando mike does this still work yes it does mando thank it you so does. much man thank you so much um I, I've seen your comments in there. You're talking about Harris, but I know I see it yeah, there. <laughs> of course he is. We all notice. Trust me. We all yes, notice. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like that, that, um, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Crystal E right there. Ahsoka seems to be more afraid of Anakin than Vader. Yeah. hundred percent. Because even in the rebels cartoon, it, it was that when she saw half his face, it was like, Oh yeah. crap. There's the realization. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it was it, it was very powerful. Scenes. I'm I'm yeah. telling you, like this episode was was not just cool and, it, and like I said, life lessons. It was it's a very powerful um 
just just a powerful scene and 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 like sequence of events and everything like that. Like I, I'm I'm gonna go back and just watch from her entering the the world between worlds and exiting because it's like that is there's so much more there. I've only had 24 hours to process it. You know what I mean? Like, and I I'm sure there's gonna be more. And like I, I am hoping that she gets to meditate in that world some more. At first, I'm like, I don't want no more world between. Now I'm like, if that's what it could be, and she can maybe contact Anakin and ask him why. That's yeah. what I really wanted. Why did? Why are you Darth Vader? You know? Yeah. Um, because she uh, doesn't know. No, 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 she doesn't. D's <laughs> What's up, D's? I know he made an appearance in Mando, but when are we going to get a Zeb appearance in We're Ahsoka? Hashtag, Hashtag ghost, ghost team. team. You know, dude. I was. Uh, We're waiting. I, I was at. Yeah, we are. I was at lunch with my friend Kevin today and we were talking about that. And he's like, he is happy if the team splits now. Mm. If Hera goes on her way and does something else and all we see from this point forward is Ahsoka and Sabine's adventures in wild space. I think that's what we're getting. I think so too. I do think Hera is off to be court-martialed. <laughs> uh, and it's going to piss Chris off even more about Mon Mothma and Joey and everybody else. And, and even like, you know, but that's where we'll get the Leia moment. We'll get the Leia moment yeah. in there to defend. She'll come and step in, in defending Hera, defending a, like the, like this whole thing because Leia's been through it. Oh, well, they all have, yeah. they all been through it, but yeah. you know, Leia has more sense to identify threats rather than just like, Oh, you're just chasing ghosts. You're wasting resources, you know? Um, that's yeah. so maybe we'll get this whole Hera being disciplined and then Leia stepping in. There's, I mean, come on, that'd be cool. Um, but uh, so it's so, probably too expensive. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, a lot of the budget went on those clones, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> Zeb is still at Space Hooters. Uh, he is, man. <laughs> I, I was expecting to be with Carson with the X Wings showing up, you know, and, and being that there. That would have been, been cool. So, Floney's got a plan, though. This that's the thing. I I question, but at the same time, I go, Filoni's got a plan. And I think he will come in here and make an impact, but it'll be on this side. Like I, I mentioned last week, I don't know if the fight's going to come back. You know what I mean? I, Chris disagrees because he wants to ask. Yeah, he wants Thrawn and, and this big old epic thing happening in the Star Wars ga or, or, or galaxy. Yeah. I'm not too sure or convinced of it just yet. You know what I mean? So um, today I rewatched the Shadow Council scene for Mandalorian. Yeah. And I'm 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 really I'm watching it and I'm analyzing every word and the shifty glances between Hux and Pelion it seems as though you know they're well where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Where's his big return? Oh don't worry we've we've got this it's he's coming he's on his way you know gotcha. that that kind of thing it was very shifty. He's not back at the time of Mandalorian season 3 because right. we know that this is happening simultaneously. Right. I don't know if he's coming back at all. Yeah, I, I always have, like I said, we're, we're always taking in the prequels and consider or the sequels in consideration, the books and all that yep. stuff. None of none of this, like the Thrawn threat could never make it here. Therefore, now hear me out, Chris. I know you're listening. So I just hear me out. Therefore, the New Republic continues their shenanigans and their, you know, uh, uh, stupidity stupidity and and uh ignorance and stuff that allows the first order to do what they do and to rise and have these big capital ships and snoke and all these things right again because we can't negate that we can't we can't forget about it because they're, they're not revamped we're not um rebooting those you know or re, you know they're we're not it's, they're still there so 
if this threat is outside of the thing, yeah. Wow, would I be disappointed? I, 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 um, I don't know. I have to see how it plays out. And and then I'd be just, I'd be but disappointed. This can't be final be... because it's the movie too. Right, and I, yeah. I'd, I'd only be disappointed if he doesn't come back because it means you're not going to get that what we've been hoping for, some sort of an adaptation of Heir to the Empire. You know, where yeah. he is there, he has taken over, he's rebuilding the uh, empire. It just it puts a nail in a coffin right there, and I don't want that. I don't want a nail in that coffin, man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Joe. I concur, Darth Josepher. Um, <laughs> the new no. public is weak. <laughs> okay, what yeah. this new movie that the the movie that they're supposed to be making? What is it? Is it supposed to be? Where where is it at? Is it well? It's supposed to. It's supposed mm. to complete the whole Mando verse. It's supposed so, to be like the the end prize, the end culmination the end of it all. Yeah, yeah. So I Thank got you. This. culmination. Me and worse. For some reason we're, we're talking about this right now. I have this bad, bad feeling that it's going to end with Thrawn, like Luke in The Force Awakens, where he just appears right at the end. And the continuation is it's possible. this new movie. Well, either in series season two of Ahsoka or season four of Mando, because they everything's up in the air with, with what's the restructuring of what Disney's doing and the writer strike. So they could narrow things down, right? Yeah. That is okay. So. I'm pre- I've I've prepared myself from the beginning of the season to be like Thrawn ain't coming in till zero hour, stepping in fade to black. Wait two years for season two. I know I I I don't, and that's why I was like what I was saying like when they get to Peridia, where they're going, where the Pergos are going, where Sabine is at, where Thrawn is at. I don't want him to be just standing there like, hey, it's about time. Let me get on your ship and let's go. I want there to be some sort of like, okay, Adventure. now we got to find him. We got to find an adventure. Yeah. And, and in my head, it's been 12 years somehow convince him to step up as heir to the empire. You know, like we've got all these resources at your disposal and he, and Thrawn's not stupid. You know, he's a smart guy. He's probably like, there's it's failed. Like it's obviously failed. If you're coming at me with two uh, dark side users and a Sith, witch, right. You know, where's my empire where, and, and uh, they're scattered across the galaxy and they're waiting for Thrawn's return. I do want there to be some sort of conflict, but I do inevitably want it to happen and be this major threat. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's all up there. I'm I'm preparing myself just to sit back and watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just uh, yeah. I, I know what I want to see, and and I doubt I'll get it. I, I want to see Ezra, you know, back to save the day again, but I, I honestly don't think that's gonna happen. I yeah, I could honestly see Ezra sacrificing himself in the series if not just gone bad altogether i just well, i don't want it Ahsoka, but... i see ahsoka and thrawn dying together something in the movie Oof. or Oof. something and it is and it'll oh. be epic and it'll be like epic and then she'll she'll yeah i mean because we obviously know no she's not gonna really die die but you know because we hear her in and rise of skywalker and there could be other iterations going forward but uh the threat for her whole mission right now is to take out thrawn and uh, trying to, uh, I guess, pass on her teachings to either Jason or Sabine, which I'm, I'm kind of hoping like the Jason thing is, yeah, coming. dude. I'm kind of hoping that Sabine is the one who tells us, okay, look, I, I'm not a Jedi, but I am a Mandalorian, and I am, I am who I am, and I'm gonna fight. The, I'm gonna be this way. So, but you yeah. need 
is the green haired boy, <laughs> you know what I mean? And take him to Luke, you know? So, um, d- did you guys notice another shift in, in Ahsoka? And up until this episode, it's always been, we've got to find Grand Admiral Thrawn. We've got to stop Grand Admiral Thrawn. We've got to do the Thrawn, 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 Thrawn. By the end of this episode is, I'm going to go get Ezra. It's the whole tone. Her whole mission seems to have changed. It went from stopping Grand Admiral Thrawn to going and get Ezra. Yeah. Which I, and it's also been like, we need point A, point B, point C to all this to work. And then when it fell at the end, when again, reborn, she's like, well, you, who Yang even told her, I'd say, is this where we're going? She's, I don't know. I have no idea where we're going, but this is the path that we're choosing. Yeah. This is the path that we're choosing and like, let destiny fulfill. And, it was almost it was almost like again i maybe i get bashed for this but it's almost like what luke skywalker when he ran off to octo and just kind of like i'm just gonna live my final days here and let it be what be if if it's if it's fate or destiny that the world blow that the galaxy burns itself to the ground then i can't help it no more right until he did you know until he interfered but it was almost kind of like that you know where Ahsoka's Kinda. like, look, we're take the Purgles. If they take us to uh, Thrawn and the threat, cool. If but we don't know what we're doing. This yeah. could be the end. <laughs> and, and Hu Yang's reaction: What? <laughs> slow we're turn just back to the, the slow front. turn. <laughs> oh God, here we go. No, it's uh, it, no, don't take Jason to Luke. Yeah, we all know. Like I was, I was I talking know. to uh, I, my son Michael. I said he that was to like, Julie. Yeah, I said, <laughs> man. If we get that scene in, in in Mando season four, whatever, where like Han shows up with with Ben and Hera shows up with Jason, and those are the first two students, and they all become Knights of Ren. Yeah, okay. which makes them right. one of the Knights of Ren. Yeah, but but by the time of you know the Last Jedi, the Force Awakens, and all that, Jason's gonna be forty. He's gonna be yeah. like forty old so yeah. he's not going to be at the academy he's going to be out there gallivanting around the universe saving people he's safe we're yeah. all good yeah so uh, here's a good point here and and i think this this is uh, on purpose too. all stars all star wars fans i honestly am struggling with sabine a bit she doesn't seem like the same character from rebels to me and this is i i agree with that she doesn't seem like the same character uh she seems more conflicted more out there and that her decision to like I said last week, where a decision to just like drop everything, let the bad guys win just to get to Ezra that she doesn't even know is alive. And it's just, it's weird. But I, I got, I got an answer to that. Go ahead. Or at least my theory. It's not an answer. It's just my theory. Uh, she, she had a family, her family on Mandalore. And she had been estranged from her family. She found her new family, which was, you know, the rebels crew. At the end, she had reconnected with her family. She had family again on Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then Mandalore is wiped out and they say her, her family, her entire family was wiped out. All she has left is Hera, Ahsoka, and a promise she made to Ezra. Right. And that, that is her family. That's all she's got left. Otherwise she's, she's living on a planet. She's been, you know, she's kind of adopted. It's not her mm-hmm. home world. She's waiting to find a chance to go get Ezra that it finally appears in front of her to, to fulfill that promise she made 12 mm-hmm. years before. And I, I think that's, what's making her a little more uh, driven. You know, she, she is still applying that whole stubborn Mandalorian nature of hers. It's just yeah. in a different way. She's attacking it differently. She's going off it any is, means necessary to try and save Ezra. Yeah. 
And it is a, a little bit out of character, though, to bring in fire and brimstone just for her for that moment. Because what her actions was, I'm bringing, I'm bringing the keymaster and the gatekeeper together. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm possibly bring ushering in another galactic war just for her chance at a at a normal life. Like, like it just seems a little out of character. Now, now this could be. <laughs> A growing moment this could be and again we're assuming that's what the motivation is now i'm still holding out hope that she left and did that because she saw all hope was gone at that moment and at least if she's there maybe she can do something over there at least i'm there yeah. and i can send word or i can help myself with me and ezra maybe we can stop this maybe over there could. and that's yeah. in sabine's character you know what i mean yeah. but the lead up together, and, and again it's yeah, and I, I think, think it's together on purpose. It works. Yeah, on yeah. purpose. You know, like I said, Filoni probably said, "Like, hey, let's let's get let's tell these." You know, like Sabine is uh, giving yeah. in and and doing bad decisions, but you know, but he's for... been laying down that groundwork for the this the destruction of Mandalore and all that early on too. We knew her family lived there. We knew her family was trying to rebuild Mandalore. So, you know, the groundwork was being laid a long time ago for that. And I, I, I don't think it's that far of a shift in her personality. It's like people saying, well, Luke lost all hope and he was so out of character in the last Jedi. And it, it's, and, and the whole time I'm watching the last Jedi, I'm like, you know what, dude, I totally get it. I, sure. I get it. You know, sure. it, it, so now my, my know. timing's off. Help me out here. The siege sure. of Mandalore. That was a Siege of Mandalore was at the end of the Clone Wars. Then you had the Night of a Thousand Tears, which happened sometime between. Now, when was the end of When was her family destroyed? Siege or Thousand Tears? Thousand Tears. So the Siege so of Mandalore happened before, after Ahsoka, after okay. Rebels, after Rebels ended in that couple year gap between okay. A New Hope. Or, you know, we we brought this up last week. There's nothing saying that the Siege of Mandalore or the uh, Night of a Thousand Tears happened before A New Hope. It could have happened between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, for all we know. That's true, too, because I was because I was like, OK, there's that conflict between Ahsoka and Sabine. Maybe she found out that Sabine was part of the Siege of Mandalore that destroyed. Like, I was just trying to put that because Balin that weird said comment. to Sabine. Yeah, the Sabine yeah. said he goes, she basically, you know, uh, she's the destroyer she of Mandalore. Like, you know, and I was like... It, Maybe it wasn't that's quite that. something. Yeah, it, it wasn't quite that. It was something. I think. I don't know. I don't it know was, what it is. I need to. I need to was, read the subtitles. Yeah, yeah. It was close. Exactly. It was it something was close like that. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> what did you guys think about the Purgle in this episode? Like how Sabine or Ahsoka communicate with them and I, I and i was just like man it must stink in that mouth <laughs> in that <laughs> i i thought it was cool i thought i, I thought, I thought the awesome, way she I was thought. able to communicate yeah. with it was amazing i don't understand why they insist on calling they look like whales okay we get it they look like whales call them purgles why are they yeah. calling them whales i don't know they're not whales they're, they're purgles why are too you doing earthy this? too earthy yeah way too earthly <laughs> these nuts is ernie in the world between worlds dude hasn't podcast in a long time do we need to follow purgle to get him back <laughs> yeah he'll be yeah. back uh probably back in a week or two he's in he's in hawaii so he's vacationing i mean if you can be on here or be in hawaii i'd still be on here i'd, I'd hop on in hawaii 
Yeah, of course. I mean, they got internet. I can't right? quit. I can't quit you guys. I can't That's quit you funny. guys. But yeah, this, but, this scene right here with her communicating again, Ahsoka the White, her newfound, yeah. um, her newfound spirit to fight. I think is is this Ahsoka and her understandings and and giving into those Anakin temptations of of, of hatred and and uh, failure. You know, because w- even in that Clone Wars, she was kind of like dwelling on failures, right? And uh, Anakin taught her something like, like, "Hey, this is all part of it, and and you can't just you know." I mean, Ahsoka had like actual human moments, you know, with clones, which was very yeah. touching. Uh, yeah. But this is this touching is her the hand of the one that was burned. Yeah, that was that yeah. Was sweet. Jason used the term whales. So, yeah, I think it was. Um, and Carson. And Carson. And Carson. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this was this was cool. Her communication with. Okay, I mean, this is obviously the 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 obvious way to get to wherever they're going. If, cause uh, Soka knew that the path was the, the Purgle migration. Yeah. You know, it's the, the speed thing is what, is what interests me. How fast can a Purgle go? Or are they going to be in mm. hyperspace for years? You know, how fast is the hyperspace ring? go? Yeah. Wow. Uh, what, we're assuming all this is taking place before the sequels. What if what if the movie takes place 30 years after the se- the events of the oh, sequels wow. with Ron coming back and I don't know. I just threw that out there. I just pulled that out, you know, the hat, but uh, <laughs> just pulled that out your butt. Yeah, we're just assuming at this point, you know. Papa Schmitty, can we talk about seeing yeah. Ahsoka without her headband? How weird that was, cool. was that, right? Yeah, it, it was very strange. It was very it was strange. weird. At the same time, I kind of appreciated it because I'm always I'm always looking at like Damn, these guys, these people have been in the same clothes for how many years? Like, Hera never changes. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that headband must stink at this point. I mean, come on. <laughs> she's she's had a few over the years, but yeah. Yeah, uh... she absolutely has. And, 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 and the attention to detail when the young Ahsoka's with the two different headbands. Perfection. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah dude, that, that, it was kind of like, I was sitting there going, okay, what's missing? Something's missing with Ahsoka. Right? But uh, at the same time, I was like, oh, this is cool. Because again, attention to detail is is key yeah. is absolutely yeah. key um yeah miss sunflower saying finally uh where is it right here boom finally we see ahsoka smiling and looking bright that's i think yes. the point of this whole thing and balin thinks she's dead shin thinks she's dead ahsoka thinks she's dead uh and you know so the show, uh, yeah i want yeah thank you yeah Soka's you keep you, you keep doing that i get it though thank you <laughs> yeah uh, that's the great thing about Star Wars. We just we just know what we're talking about. Um, yeah. Oh God, what was I gonna say? Um, they all think she's dead. Yeah. I, I. Oh, why? Why didn't Hera go with them? Why didn't he go here? Uh, uh, I'm gonna be court martial with this sh- the stuff anyway, and I'm gonna I'll send uh, Jason with um, Carson. Or maybe that Carson. Maybe that was it. Maybe that I'm not gonna bring Jason along with me, or I'm gonna leave him. So maybe that was. She it. didn't want to abandon her kid. I answered yeah. my own because I thought they all were going the the squadron of three squadron of X wings three three X wings that cool <laughs> come on Hu Yang is it a squadron three they started with five <laughs> is that still yeah. a squadron I guess maybe and <laughs> I don't know if, uh, I don't know numbers of yeah ships <laughs> yeah but... some, what great Star Wars mystery solved Ahsoka's forehead yes uh, and I think her ears are like down here near her neck it, it was there was a weird little overlapping oh, really? gap right here it almost looked like ear holes down here yeah it was i'm very, still waiting for odd. like like something in jason that's like nope. you know, like a nope <laughs> nope 
<laughs> I think I said that last week. Uh, well, we don't see his tails. Uh... <laughs> exactly. Um, but I, 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 I going back to Jason, I, I absolutely loved. Uh, I'm, I'm, his character is growing on me big time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Rick. I, I, again, I tucked myself out of it. Too young. T- it was too dangerous to go with them because it was only a select few and Hera wasn't going to leave him. But, and so I totally understood. Um, yeah. Will Hu Yang survive all this? He That's better. the heartbreaker. He better. He better. He's at the end of it all. At the end of all Star Wars, the it's last thing standing is Hu Yang. Yeah. The I'm whole cool galaxy has been obliterated and Hu Yang, Hu Yang standing there going, I could have told you this was going to happen. I but wanted that with R2 and C3PO. They never listened yeah. to me. They yeah, I wanted listened. that with the with our droids, but if they do it with Hu Yang, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see here. I'm trying to check it with the chat here. Try to go scroll up and see if I missed anything. Oh, um, we missed thousands of comments. So oh, yeah, yeah, there. yeah. I, I was trying to read them, but, you know, get into like this, like I'm doing right now. Getting into like the talk and and the deeper meanings behind all this. And uh, um, I, I know, Oh, oh God, I was going to talk about uh, Chris's point. Cause I, I promised him that I would, if he wasn't on the show, I'd bring it up too. So, you know, he, he wanted to follow the bad guys more. Like he said, this was an epic. He said, he thought this episode was awesome. It was, uh, you know, yeah. in Chris's terms, it was rad, rad episode. And, uh, but he wanted, because we got so much, so much, you know, Balin and Shin and more, we got so much that, having them not there this week kind of like it was like oh you know which is to me i was like that's a good thing because what you, you like it you want it more you know i don't yeah. think it interrupts the the whole flow of the series of having focusing on this and ahsoka because again that the show is called ahsoka and right. if we don't get character growth and conflict and stuff like that within a show a self-titled show i think that's a miss you know what i mean yes i would love just to continue like, boom we're over here. We're over here, but we had to get, uh, I, I have to get to it, especially if Ahsoka revisits it too, in her own mind, just like maybe not going back to the world between her, but doing a callback to those lessons. Then it will, then this episode will f- have more meaning going forward. It, it could be from season two. I'm assuming season two movie Mandalorian. If we get Mando and stuff like that, you know, um, so that, oh, that yeah. begs the question, do you guys, what is that? Hu Yang, Hu Yang is going to go ham on someone with lightsabers and go out like a boss. I mean, <sighs> I would cry. Yeah, I don't want that, but I sort of <laughs> do at the same time. Um, so do we think we're going to see a season two of Ahsoka? Or do you think it's just going to lead up to that movie and we'll get, you know, we'll get like Mando season four, maybe. Yeah, that's a good question too because you know when those movies were announced, we had some somewhat of an outline, uh, meaning like Dave Filoni promised a a movie f- that finishes all of his work on Disney Plus, his work, right? You know, Mando, uh, maybe uh, Skeleton Crew and Acolyte, maybe they have some tie-ins, but don't. As far as all we know, we like I said, uh, season four Mando is not promised. The way it ended, it could end. Boom, that could be it. You yeah. know, um way this Relative is going the battle takes place in peridia never comes here how do you have a and then then the movie just happens to be like that threat of coming to the galaxy and yeah it doesn't quite flow does it right and i think there's so much more to explore in ahsoka and 
here it is too. You know, numbers and and uh, popularity speaks volumes. Mandalorian yeah. was only set to be like one one season, and look what they did. They built a world around it, and this is all coming yeah. from that. You know, and I think the reception of Ahsoka, I think it's oh, it's almost like they're they're like hitting the ground, going okay you know, we got to do a season two or it's already been planned. You know, I, I trust Filoni, you know, having a, a plan. Yeah. Allison Humphreys. So, hey, I've recognized you. Um, greetings. Thank you for joining us and saying hi. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Welcome to the it, chat. Finally. Yeah. Don Ramon is saying that's I just unclicked you. I'm uh, Don Ramon is saying if Ahsoka ends after season one, it would be cool. Hmm. I, I, it all depends. Again, we have three more episodes. Wrapped. Depends on yeah. the ending. Yeah, see where we're at, and if it if it calls for like, hey, this all could be wrapped up in a two hour theatrical release, and uh, it still could be, it still could be epic. I won't, I'm not gonna say, oh, that's a miss, because I, you know, that's, you know, I'm not gonna say that. I don't want well, it to it's end like, because it's so fun right now, <laughs> you know. Right. Oh, Obi Wan had a beginning and an end. It does not need to have a season two. There is no right. reason to have a season two of Obi Wan. It ended epically. Let it be mm. Ahsoka. It all depends on, like you said, how it ends. If it yeah. ends properly, then yeah, let it, let it be, let it rest. But if it doesn't, you better have a season two. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Joseph is saying they left episode four on two separate cliffhangers, right? Next episode should be about Thrawn and, and, and yeah, I, I, I think so. I think um next week, I think, well, next week we're, we're going to be with Sabine, uh, you know, Morgan, uh, Shin, and Balin. I don't. Uh, maybe thrown at the end, you know, or they found him and stuff like. Yeah, I, I, I think the next three episodes uh, uh, are gonna are gonna be awesome, you know. Yeah. Let's Nonstop epic lightsabers, yeah. guns blazing. I hope. Yep. Geo the Hut. I'm telling y'all, Balin gonna pull a Riva, and then Shin will question being a Sith. Maybe. I could see. I don't. I, I can see Shin questioning a move by Balin like that. Like, if Balin finds Ahsoka's alive, okay, and maybe he has that revelation. Like, okay, um, if if Balin's a guy that goes for power, maybe he sees Ahsoka survive this whole ordeal, and maybe maybe not joins her, but questions her. What that causes Shin to go after Balin? Maybe Shin's. You know, because always the apprentice that has the more that focus, you know, and then the master's always like come to some sometimes a revelation of like maybe we should just you know well, retreat a little. That's that's <laughs> the whole point of the Sith, right? It's the 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 rule of two: the master and the apprentice. And the right. apprentice's role is to always try and find a way to take over, find right. a way to kill the master, become the master. So absolutely, there's a there's a definite definite possibility because that's a thing mm -hmm. a definite possibility that she could turn and and you know take him out if we're calling him sith yeah, yeah. Are they sith? that's the thing we like, don't know if what they are dude yeah and that's why i and that's why i i i uh be like okay three episodes left there's so much more to do i i i in my head i'm like okay we got this amazing backstory and live action clone Wars. we need some you know some some night sister action like real night sister action of like morgan just raising dead around her as fighting and, and just like and a whole sith witch cauldron and like Ooh. i don't we're three episodes we can't all do it and i'm like we've, we've gotten in trouble like this before right we've gotten oh, yeah. in trouble by thinking bigger broader uh, doesn't mean that we're not going to have it. Just why not have it in this season? And yeah. 
I, I am also like I am a I am patient and I can wait for it as long as they sit there and go look we're gonna do this and you're gonna be happy and all that stuff okay I'll I'll wait and whatnot you know just here's yeah. what I'm scared of I mean these yeah. last two episodes have been possibly the best live action we've seen yeah yet uh huh oh yeah it's something that I I didn't really anticipate but it's like dang how, how can they get better than this so these next last episodes it's like how are they gonna top this you think they're gonna bring they it gonna... down a bit like like a whole roller coaster not, i haven't filmed this next episode it's not it's not gonna be filler but it's gonna be lower yeah like a lower tempo i i agree with that because like it's almost like a roller coaster right so it's like the last two were the that the uh, a big drop and now we're at the bottom of it now we got to climb back up and then you have episodes seven and eight that are just gonna you know be the epic conclusion of this season yeah i i, I am anticipating next week to be good but probably not the like fist pumping good that we've had the last two episodes i could be wrong because so far all six or all five episodes of this thing has been fantastic yeah, you know yeah still, still climbing the hill it could just be a whole we'll be ride climbing. this yeah yeah this whole thing yeah, so God. again, Don Ramon, that's what I'm saying. Like, like he says the witches of Dathomir can be in other series too. That's hundred percent right. And that's where I'm like, okay, if they wrap it all up in Ahsoka, but I introduce this kind of stuff, and like I'm hoping we'd still get a season four of of Mando, or even if we see Night Sisters in the Acolyte would be cool too. Yeah. Um, or skeleton crew, because skeleton crew was running uh, at the same time as here. Acolyte is hundred years before. And uh, nothing else in between that they've announced. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, a different series or or, or even <laughs> right. a movie. You know? Yeah. Um. By introducing other, uh, yeah. So let's see here. Don Ramon. I'll get to everybody by introducing Ezra, Thrawn, and other and the other surprise cameos. Will top prior stuff. I don't know if you can top that. Hondo would yeah. be like the big fist pump if he. But I don't know where he fit at this point. Yeah, I love Hondo too, but I don't know, man. Seeing young Ahsoka and Anakin together fighting in the Clone Wars with Captain Rex and a bunch of clones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you can top that. <laughs> uh, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. I, I, I it went down. <laughs> Shin would be really beautiful if it wasn't for the heat ball haircut. <laughs> I'm digging her, man. I I I yeah, I, I look past the bowl cut. <laughs> I look past the bowl cut. I'm digging bait. Uh Shin. She's awesome. Come um <laughs> oh my god, that's all I'm gonna see now. Yeah. <laughs> Miss oh, Sunflower man. says, I think they need to slow it down again because Star Wars fans are a bit over stimulated at this point. And I think that's where Joey was getting at. And and I and I see that. I see I see next week a lot of dialogue, a lot of um, like I said. Getting to Thrawn is going to be not just an easy feat. It's going to be getting to him. And I think this should take the entire episode of of, of tracking him down or or even trying to convince to get to him or, you know, something like that. It can't just, it, it just can't be like just uh, as much as a school. Yeah. There's going to be some sort of adventure, right? Storytelling I mean, is that. It's that it's the yeah. calm before the storm. And it's like, yeah. Right. There's got to be something because you, at least I'm thinking, okay, he's he was taken in a pretty beat up Star Destroyer to the middle of nowhere out yeah. in Peridia. I yeah. mean, he doesn't have technology. He might have some stormtroopers. He might have some men with him that, you know, are on his side. But 
yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what we're what we're walking into. Not either. Either Darth Joseph, I'm with yeah. you. Shin is perfect. Stop making fun of my girl. <laughs> so funny. I just uh, hope it's not a lot of conversations in the cockpit. You know what I mean? Like conversations that are just they're just standing around in the spaceship. Here's cockpit. what I'm expecting. Okay, I'm expecting a court martial of Hera with Leia oh. stepping in, and and that's going to be like that. Oh, here's that. Here's the quote-unquote cameos, uh, epic character came, stepping in, but it's going to be a, in, in a discussion. I think we might see Ahsoka meditating. Probably, and I said, ref, I, I would love an Ahsoka scene reflecting on just what the hell did she just went through and becoming this new Ahsoka. And then the rest of the episode, we uh, probably the last five minutes, the uh, Eye of Scion you know, reaches his destination. We see the planet. Or, or wherever it's at, right? And we see the 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 ship floating in space. Uh, he was on the Chimera, Chimera, yeah. So we see the like a damaged Chimera just orbiting the planet, and then they have to explore, and that's how it ends. That's my prediction. But my prediction is yeah. they it's going to start off with them coming out of hyperspace. They're going to be at Peridia. We're going to see the Chimera. What's left of the Chimera actually has impacted the planet. Um, and we're just going to, I think it's going to be like a jungle. I'm hoping Solely it's a jungle there. and not a desert wasteland, but I, cause I'm <laughs> kind of tired of deserts and star Wars. Uh, I'd like to see a, de- a wasteland of some sort and they're just trying to survive. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to, I want to see Thrawn like, like they, when they fell in mall, maybe not that extreme, like crazy. And just like, I'm not doing this. And I, I, I want, I do. I just, I feel that Thrawn is too um, chiseled and um, oh God, what am I want to say? And I haven't read all the books I've read what I've, but of what I've read, he's, he's very calculated and very hard to, um, you know, trick and all these things. But I do kind of like want there to be some sort not flawed, but like, you know, uh, all hope is gone kind of attitude. And then okay. it's like when he decides to like, I'm, it's like Thrawn to me is like an all or nothing. So when they get there, it's like, no, I'm this, I, I'm, I'm gone. I'm just existing. But then he finds out that he's got a place and he can rule and whatever now. And then when he decides to go all in, it is like, oh crap, this is a Thrawn that's me or like just bigger, badder, like more dangerous than we got him kind of deal. And that's where we get the Thrawn in the air. The empire books is that, that like, I mean, real, just a monster in a way, in a way. Right, right. I hope if they do that, that he doesn't lose his character, though, because of being that calm, cool, collected. Yeah, I want him to lose his character just a little bit. I do. I I think that's because it's, yeah, I mean. A little savage. Yeah, because, I don't know, Thrawn is an anti-hero to a lot of people. Um. That to see is. some vulnerability in that character would be great because he's not the emperor and, and uh, everybody points out that Thrawn is for the greater good. And he will go to the side that will uh, be to his best advantage. So he's not an all evil guy. So I do want some vulnerability in that. You know what I mean? He's not Palpatine, you know, he's not, he's not Tarkin, you know, yeah. 
Um, well, he, he had a purpose for being in the empire, for joining the empire and Ezra taking him out and away, took him away from his purpose. Yes. I wonder yes. if the savagery will come back, will be there because he was taken away from that purpose. All he wanted to do was protect the Chiss from the Grisk. Yeah. And Ezra took him away from that. So maybe we will get a more savage if if we're gonna take aspects of the Thrawn, the Heir of the Empire stuff, and the Grisk, or the, not the Heir of the Empire, but the Grisk, Thrawn probably already has an army ready to go and clap some cheeks. <laughs> what if it's what if he's what if they turn the tables and he actually wants to bring the Grisk to as an has his private army as his own army to to combat whatever's going on in this galaxy, his home world, all that stuff, because his home world is this galaxy. And we now he's like we see Thrawn and all of a sudden like behind him it's just like thousands of Gris behind him and and then I think Morgan Elsbeth would be like hell yeah let's go you know and I could put him on my spell anyway <laughs> and do this and yeah interesting that's an interesting <laughs> concept oh, yeah man, that's what, that, yeah that's bondage Brittany there might be something scary and mysterious in the new galaxy the way uh Trek Borg foreshadowed with the created uh, uh out colonies yeah while searching from Pergo migration routes exist that's what I want I think that's says it right there I think Thrawn I want to see Thrawn find a like I have something here you know this is my new weapon um not seen I before in our galaxy yeah I want Peridia to be the origin of the force. I want that to be where everything mm. started, you know, and that opens up a new chapter that could lead into the, uh, the formation of the Jedi with the, the new stories that are supposedly on their way Yeah, with the dawn of the Jedi. I, I think the actual origin of the force was never explained. It just, right. whenever those, whenever those comics came out, there were just pyramids in space or diamond shaped ships in space that came from parts unknown that had force sensitive people in it. I would like, I would like this to be where that came from. All you got to do is reverse yeah. engineer the end credits. If you look, if you, if you stare at the end credits, they all converge onto oh, one yeah. planet. They do reverse engineer it. And it all goes back to every planet that we've known. It does. <laughs> yeah. So I'm getting what I want. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you solved Star Wars. <laughs> yes, I solved it all. Let's go ahead. Just send me the checks now. I'll, 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 yeah, it's, it's all good. Yeah. So, okay, guys. What well, I know you, there was like, I mean, there's so much. There's so much going on. And um, as we watch it some more, I'm sure there's some more details will follow. That's why it's so important for you to join the uh they are our Sarlacc Digest community Facebook page too, because the conversation does continue over there. And um, I, I know I was scanning the the um, the, the pit into it, so a lot of Mon Mothman must die, uh, Thrawn, you know. So, <laughs> um, but that sentiment, yeah, it's it's, and I have to say this: like, it's all done on purpose. This is all done on purpose. The way the way that we we feel about Mon is on purpose, and it's either like in my opinion, it's either to hype up what Leia is trying to do, or it is what it is. actually is. Her her hands are tied, you know, so far behind her back that that um, we have to feel for this character. She can't make it can't make her a stupid senator when we got Andor season two coming. That's going to build her up. It's going to build right. her up to the point where she's going to question the emperor, and then she's going to form the 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 alliance, you know, or or a rebel cell. 
we can't build her up in one and just to tear her down moving forward. You know what I mean? So there's gotta be more behind it, which I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping that there is, you know, it's, and if it's not, then it's not, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, Julianne, I'm not reading that on. Okay. I'll read wow. it. I want to read it. I want to read it. Mon Monta is like a cheap hooker giving lip service to everyone for the cash. That's it. It's you're not wrong. I mean, you're not wow. wrong because she is trying to please everybody. She she's trying to please everybody, knowing that there could be imperial uh, sympathizers right next to her, and that's where it's like grow some, you know, yeah. and 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 weed them yeah. out. You know, but there's just, there's that you know. fine line though. Again, for being a chancellor to being an emperor, you know, taking too much power and 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 striking too hard, you've got people who are going to freak the hell out and. Yeah. They're going to see Palpatine <laughs> part two. Bando Mike, give her my number, God. of course. Okay, I'm going to end it with this with this comment and this and the, uh, our talk about here before we, we close it out here. Uh, here's a good question, Darth, jo Darth Josepher. How come Thrawn couldn't find a way back to the Star Wars galaxy with whatever kind of army or whatever type of technology in the galaxy? What if Thrawn has just lost? Um, well, my answer is that he it did find a way because he found a way to contact Morgan Elsbeth and f and to have her find the map and sent and and uh basically tell her where he is at and using wow. that map and the pergol migration like there it he there the episode 1 kind of confirmed that you know thron's been talking to me or somehow some way sending her messages and he heard the whispering and stuff so he there is either another sith witch temple or night sister temple that they're both connecting and um it's almost like he sent her the, the well, he's sending her the coordinates and she found a way of getting to him. It's the original Jedi temple on Peridia where it yeah. all started. He's found a way to use that to get, see, I'm telling you, just go ahead. I, I wrote it. There we go. Done. <laughs> done, 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 done. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, let's wrap it up again. Um, we can go so, so much further with this, but, uh, uh, I know we got people in England, Alaska, Philippines. We got all kinds of people listening in, so we got to be respectful of time zones. Uh, we're and already we're international. In That's so cool. <laughs> it's awesome. Thank you yeah. so much, everybody in the pit, for joining because it, it was awesome talk. Uh, of course, make sure that you like, subscribe, and tell a friend uh, and join the community at hand. Uh, we've got so much, so much cool stuff as a podcast, as a community to um, to give to you guys or to to come up with like a, a awesome narrative moving forward. Um, and, and making our own little Star Wars mark in, in, in the world. You know, so. You're, you're <laughs> giving away too much. You've Done. given away too much. <laughs> uh, basically, what he's saying is, if you are a member of our Patreon crew, stay tuned. Things are afoot. Stuff is changing. It's going to be awesome. So yeah. get in on the Patreon crew and just brace yourselves. It's going to be pretty rad. So, yeah, there we go. That's right. And we'll leave it at that. We're just going to tease it. Leave it at that. We'll tease, a, we'll tease it a little bit more next week. And maybe the next, the week after that, before the show, before Ahsoka is over, we're going to make a big announcement. That's and right. You'll just have to hold on tight, people. It's going to be fun. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts, everybody. All right, guys. Well, again, thank you, everybody in the pit. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, Scott. Um, This was awesome. If you guys have any final things to say before I kick it over to Scott to kick us out of here, this floor is yours. Take it, Joey. I saw uh, a question by Julianne about he how did he contact Gideon somehow? Oh, no, I don't think he contacted Moff Gideon. I think um, 
the wit they, that, the, the shadow council was something about like whispers of Thrawn's return is inevitable and then gideon questioned it like where is he we've we, all we've heard was rumors of his return exactly and paleon and paleon was looking at hux like uh no he's totally on his way yeah. i think it's like serious. well yeah it's like well when we get when thrawn comes back we're gonna we're gonna freaking rule and gideon's like well time has passed i'm gonna take matters in my own hand and that's why he yeah. did his program and going off the going off the rails on that so um yeah, it's it's good to revisit all because I I I, I forget I forget half the stuff. Yeah, yeah, I had to go and I had to look it up this afternoon. So Papa Schmitty, Papa thank Schmitty you so much. Join, thank you so much, Papa Schmitty. It's gonna be awesome. Yes, Hell sir. Yeah. Like and subscribe, everybody. Um, Scott Solo. All right. Hopefully, let's do hopefully that. we have a full crew next week. But uh, kick us out of here, man. You got it, man. So thank you again, everybody, for joining us. Uh, Patreon crew, seriously, buckle up. It's going to be pretty rad. I'm telling you. Uh, things are afoot. Let's just leave it at that. I won't say any more about it. If you will, please like and subscribe. Like Miss Sunflower said, smash that like button down below. Join us in the Star Wars community on Facebook. Also, Instagram, Star Wars uh, Star Wars, Jesus. Starlight <laughs> Digest podcast. One day. One day, I know, right? One day we'll be in charge of this thing. Sure. Uh, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, we're, we're on the X, whatever the hell that is. Uh, Xing, right? I don't know. We're, we're Xing, I guess. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Also, don't forget to join the Fallen Fett. He is on Instagram. He is part of Toy Migos. They're not dolls. How we do Disney, all that good stuff. We've got Darth Moocher with the amazing Tashi Station Emporium action figure stands and walls. I'm gonna do this again, like I did last oh, week. Oh, I'm getting before. dizzy. I'm getting sick. Oh, get, whoa! Look <laughs> at that. That is because of that mofo right there to yeah. my right. So there we go. I just got the. Pr I just ended up printing about another ten of those because I just sent out so many last week. Jeez, uh, that's yeah. that's awesome. Uh, Miss Sunflower congratulating us on the 2.5 thousand subs. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's because of all of you passing on the word, sharing sharing the gospel, if you will, of the Sarlacc Digest with all your friends and neighbors, letting them know that we exist and we're actually kind of okay. You know, we're not so bad. We're not so bad. I like us. I'm beginning to yeah, like us. I wasn't a fan, uh, you know, a couple months ago, but now I'm. No. I, I might subscribe. Eh. I might. We're, we're kind. Of, we're kind of all right. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe on Instagram, also to bootleg underscore seven six zero for all your toy photography. This dude knows his stuff. He's a good. He's a, he's a pretty okay fella. He's a pretty okay feller. So I like Joey. Follow him. We've also got wow. Darth Dad seventy seven. You can follow him if you like. He's he's out he's out drinking Guinness and he's out with all Star Wars fans. So all Star Wars fans, go hunt him down. He's in your area. Yeah. So yeah, tell him tell him get his ass back on the show. Yeah, uh, I don't know what else to say, man. Other than thank you so much. Like and subscribe if you haven't already. Next week is bring a friend to the uh, Sarlacc Digest week. So don't forget to bring your friend. That's uh, right. Well, it, even if they're like, nah, I don't think so. Just hit them upside the head and drag them on. You know, it's, it's get your butt on the Sarlacc digest. As you know, you are all part of this conversation too. So, you know, join in, let's have some fun. That's right. Cool. Cool. That's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, I thank think. you. I, I love I you. Pitt. I love you so much. You're being digested. You're, we hear your screams and agony is so great. So great with that, Scott.
keep it nerdy, everybody. He had to do it. I did. I really did.